Queerly Beloveds, we are gathered here today for some juicy conversations about all things spiritually queer and queerly spiritual. I'm Sylvia Willgather-Rainbow, a spiritual life coach, retreat host with the most, and a drag queen, and I'll be chatting with the most amazing folks or simply sharing some wisdom on my own. If you like what I'm serving, please remember to subscribe so we can keep hanging out. All right, let's get super woo together in this spiritual AF, queer AF, cosmic container, and blast off! Hello, beloveds. I'm excited to share this newest episode of Queerly Beloved, where I interview Zintis Musnix, a channeler for Oracle.com, who's been channeling the Joshua energy for over 10 years. He's a gay man with a lengthy and varied spiritual journey, who, in addition to his channeling, he serves as an energy healer, a Reiki master, and a body worker. Zintis lives in the Catskills Mountains with his family, where they grow most of their own food. And in this interview, Zintis tells us what channeling is and how we can receive great value from working with channelers. He shares his experience going from receiving from channelers for many years to unlocking his own gifts as a channeler. He also shares how all people can connect with their abilities to channel and gives us some tips on how to do that. We then chat about distinguishing between hearing guidance or our own thoughts. And then I share a story about a recent time where I chose not to listen to my inner guidance and how that played out. We then start a live channeling session with the energy called Joshua, which is a fifth dimensional energy. And Zintis brings Joshua in. We get to experience him doing that. And then I start asking Joshua some questions. So Joshua shares some information for the queer community about our role in the awakening of human consciousness. Joshua shares their thoughts on creativity and manifesting and even offers some tips on doing that effectively. I get to ask some personal questions and then I ask some questions for the collective and Joshua shares their predictions for 20. 24, what to look out for and how to prepare for any upcoming unrest. We then close out the session with Zintis telling us about Oracle.com, the platform that connects people with channelers that brought Zintis and I together. All these topics and many more in this very interesting episode where we get to hear not just from Zintis, but from the energy of Joshua. Enjoy. All right. Welcome, Zintis. So happy to have you here on Queerly Beloved. How are you, my dear? Oh, I am fabulous. Thank you. Great. And you are weathering the storm out in the Catskills. And uh, I'm glad that you are inside, warm, and able to have this conversation. Oh, yeah. No, the, the snow is just part of the whole the whole seasonal thing that happens. It's such a wonderful change. And then a pace and quiet, everything slows down. And then mm. once again, you know, things pick up later on. So it's a nice, it's a nice thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, as you know, am living in San Diego and we don't have very distinct seasons. And so it was so nice over New Year's to get to go back East and experience that cold and that quiet, you know, that quiet stillness that is so present during the winter time on the East Coast. You know, I was up upstate uh, wandering the woods uh, back at the retreat center I used to run Easton Mountain. And it reminded me of how much I love the seasons. And it's not that we don't have any seasons here, but they're just much more subtle. So I appreciate uh, you being there um, in, in the thick of the, the winter season on the East Coast. 
Well, you know, and it's, it is the quiet because that quiet just mm. allows, you know, everything to slow down, including the mind and just mm. kind of a time of contemplation. So it really is lovely. Yeah, beautiful. So I would love to ask you my introductory question, and that is, who are you in this moment, in this moment of time on this Tuesday? But tell me by describing the perfect drag avatar that embodies that. Well, I would say right now, at this moment, the perfect drag avatar, it's, it has raven feathers. It has bird feathers mm. because mm. this is a time of crows and ravens and owls. And it, it is night here. And I just see myself in that particular flowing robe of feathers mm. and really flying. You know, so if, if I'm allowed to fly and soar above and look down, that's what I'm doing. Beautiful. Yes. Well, full allowance from my, my energy. That's beautiful. Um, thank you for sharing that. And I'll share my drag avatar this afternoon. I'm, mm, I'm in this flow of health. I'm really prioritizing my health, uh, in this beginning of 2024. And, you know, I've taken up a, a vegan diet and I'm celebrating it and just feeling really grateful to have the resources and the information and the opportunity to prioritize health. And so the drag avatar that embodies that, that focus of my energy right now, um, I'm going to say is this. It's this like warrior princess, um, but but because you introduced the bird, I'm like seeing this this strong bird as well. So it's like a a winged warrior, um, a white wing warrior uh, is what I'm what I'm seeing as my drag avatar to embody that uh, that that focus on on health and just feeling the vitality of that feeling like I can spread these wings and I can flex these muscles and I can move through my space and, and move through my life with this vibrant, powerful, healthy energy. That's where I am today. Well, congratulations on the vegan diet. I have mm. been a vegan for oh many, many years and it's, it's really, it's wonderful. On on so many levels, not just Mm. health for your body, but health for the planet and Mm. so many other aspects. I think it's a very, for me, it feels like a very spiritual, part of my spiritual path. Mm. Oh, well, what a beautiful synchronicity. I didn't know that about you. And, and I, you know, it's only been a week and a half or so, so I can't claim that I'm suddenly a vegan, but I am focused on a plant-based diet and seeking more of a vegan lifestyle. And in so doing, I've been researching. So I've been watching a couple documentaries. There's one on Netflix right now called The Twin Experiment, which really clearly shows it takes these two twins and they, one has a vegan diet, one has an omnivore and shows the impact. And then this other uh, documentary called The Greatest Something, and it's about this uh, UFC uh, athlete who is experimenting with vegan diet. And I'm just learning both, like you said, the impact on the climate of the meat industry and how horrific that is and how horrific it is to see where meat often comes from. And then not always there is more ethically sourced, uh, healthy 
places and ways to get meat. But most of the meat in America is, is the opposite of that. And then also to see the health benefits of a plant-based diet. So yeah, that's inspiring. So how long did you say you've been vegan for many years? Well, I, I actually have been ve- a, a true vegan for about 10 years. My husband wow. really, mm. but he's been a vegan for uh, like 40 years. Mm. And so um, he he said, all right, you're already a vegetarian for 30 years. So mm. just drop the milk and drop the eggs uh-huh. and then, you know, we can be on the same page. Nice. He just didn't, he didn't like it when I, when I cooked eggs in the house, he said it mm. made him sick. So, wow. um, you know, so anyway, so yeah, it's, it, it really, and, and actually, you know, in terms of health, like, mm. you know, the cholesterol numbers did go down a little bit, mm-hmm. like not that they were terrible, but mm-hmm. um, so there is an impact there. There really truly is within probably six months. And what is your perspective on it from a spiritual lens? Well, from the spiritual lens, it really mostly has to do with animals and, mm-hmm. and really being loving and kind to all beings, in mm-hmm. which case slaughtering someone and eating them just for me, doesn't fit into that particular model at all. Mm-hmm. So, that, mm-hmm. on, on, and also just for the earth in, in terms of growing plants and, and, and cultivating that type of food that really brings us closer to the connection to our mother earth. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. So I am excited today to get to interface with Joshua, the entity that you channel is that correct to to describe well actually let's let's call it an energy energy um, be, okay because joshua is fifth, a fifth dimensional being so mm. there when i think of entity i think of a body mm-hmm. and there there really is no body it's it's simply energy mm-hmm. i mean everything is energy including mm-hmm. bodies in a in a very kind of low vibration but mm. um so i usually refer to joshua as as energy fifth dimensional energy Mm, okay, wonderful. Yeah, thanks for that clarification. And I think it might be helpful to start with telling the listeners what is meant when we talk about channeling. Um, and just to give folks a little bit of a context, the way that Zintis and I were connected is through a platform that helps connect people with channelers called oracle.com. And so they had reached out to me to share about that platform. And then I requested to see if there was a connection to any gay or queer folks who are part of their platform. And then lo and behold, I got connected with this brilliant and wonderful man. So I'd love for you to share with the listeners what is what is is meant just in, in its simplicity when we talk about channeling or a channeler. Well, basically, I mean, there are there are various forms of channeling, and but the the one that was mostly commonly thought of, I would say, is when someone like myself goes into a trance or a partial trance, and then turns their body or their voice box certainly over to mm. another energy, another entity, who then starts to speak through the channeler. I mean, that would be the very basic premise, but we all channel. We channel through our hands. We channel healing energy. Mm. Artists frequently channel creative energy into their artwork, whether it be music or mm. or a, a, a visual composition. So channeling happens far more, I think, than most people realize. Mm. But back to the theme and, and what Oracle is promoting is that, yes, we are all channelers who go into some mode of trance and then connect with 
of energy, in some cases entities who mm-hmm. then communicate through us. Mm, beautiful. And what do you think is the value of making use of that? You mentioned that it, you believe that it's happening in a much more widespread way than most people are aware of and acknowledging. And and there is this possibility of bringing more awareness and acknowledgement to this phenomenon, this this thing that's happening. What is the value of recognizing channeling and or making use of it in, in the way that you know we get to play with today? Well absolutely the I I I I've been a channeler. I'm gonna back up just slightly. I'm gonna yeah. I've been a channeler for about 14 years now, but I've been interested in channeling for really truly most of my life, the last mm. 50 years or more. Mm. And then also I um, I worked with a channeler for about 20 years prior to learning to do it myself. Mm. And really the benefit that I see for myself in the past and for my clients is that through that type of a communication, they have a much, they being the entities or the mm. energies, they have a much broader viewpoint of who we are as humans. You know, as mm. humans, we're pretty isolated and and we're, we're very limited in our information so for instance joshua is able to talk about past lives or other lives that mm-hmm. a soul may have had and talk about life or soul purpose within mm-hmm. the lifetime that the human is experiencing and and frequently the questions revolve around challenges and whatever form whether they be health or relationship or just growth and so that there's like a broad like they're looking through from a from a much larger lens than what we see like when we look at our surroundings we're very limited in what Mm. we're able to perceive Uh, the other the other thing is that channeling also can connect a person with their angels with their guides Mm. so that they have a better ability themselves to really to to do a, a form of channeling for themselves and mm. in fact at oracle we're also we're promoting that we we will start up classes shortly on how to do that cool so you know it's it just it's we're we as a you know as an individual channeler and mm. and and through my work and then through the group we're really trying to bring awareness so that people can utilize this tool and it's not difficult basically you sit and listen but Mm. the insights can be really life-changing beautiful and so you said that you had been interested in channeling for a lot of your life and also working with a channeler and it wasn't until 14 years ago did you say that you started to to do it so what happened what was the switch i'd love to hear any part of that story well it, it actually i well the, the woman I worked with that who did sessions for me, her name is Pepper Lewis, and she channeled Gaia, uh, Mother Earth. Mm. Um, she no longer actually offers sessions for quite a few years, but I was I, I just got drawn to her. I became interested in her, started following her. And you know, this was before this was before the internet. So there there there's a publication called the Sedona Journal of Emergence, and that it's a channeling publication. That's all they publish. And so I got mm. I got connected to that, started reading her work, and then the internet sort of came to life, and I was able to like find her that way. Um, and really, I would have I would have actually gotten trained earlier, but the when she offered trainings, I was fortunate to uh, work in Mexico during the winters at a spa, 
Uh, so when mm. she was offering trainings in the New York area, I was always in Mexico. So then mm-hmm. it took it took a kind of a fortuitous situation where I was available when she was offering a training. So mm. that's why I waited that long. Amazing. So it was through like an in-person training that you were able to really turn your, your I don't know, your skills, your capacity on to do this kind of work. Yeah, it, it was in person. It was a fascinating experience. So that's a whole mm. other story. But I, I would add, Will, that as a Reiki master, I, I, I've i done thousands and thousands of Reiki sessions, and I get a lot of information. And mm-hmm. for many years prior to being trained as a channeler, at the end of a session, I would just simply start speaking and telling mm. the person you know, things that I really had no idea I was going to say. And mm. I, I'm I'm fairly certain now that it was a form of channeling. I don't know where that was coming from. I was probably connecting to their guide or, or something of that nature. And and it was over years that these this information was validated by them. I'd say something totally crazy, you know, off the wall. And they say, oh, my mm. God, how did you know that? And I'm like, well, mm. I don't know how I knew that, but it came mm. out, you know, so... um and I really, and then back to what I said before, I think as humans, I think we really have a lot more of that going on than, than we're aware of. Mm. And what are some uh, perhaps simple things that people can do to tap more into what's already naturally happening in, in the well, world of channeling? Right. Well, I, really, the, the thing to do is to slow down and listen. Mm. And because in our society, particularly those folks who are living in cities and 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 have stressful jobs and are you know perhaps have others obligations in their life, they don't take the time frequently just to to sit and be quiet with themselves. Mm. And it's during those moments that that's when that's when it's easier to kind of get the information or hear the voice or however it comes through it's going to come through differently for mm. for everyone um i mean i can I just to promote myself just slightly i've written yeah. a book mm. and it's called dawning light and it, it's mm. a little subtitle is um joshua's guide to understanding and performing the art of channeling mm. so and, you know, it's just so there there are exercises in there, but most of them really involve just finding a way to open yourself. And it's a very natural mm. process in that. And then, you know, some people are more successful than others, mm-hmm. but many of us doubt the information that we get because sometimes it feels too easy. You know, someone mm. is telling us, well, don't do this, do this. And, you know, it's we follow the advice or we don't. Mm, yeah, for me, what I find challenging sometimes is the the mind games that I play around discerning whether or not it's guidance or it's just a thought that I had. Um, right. and, uh, any thoughts on that? Well, I'll, I'll give you a simple exercise that actually is in the book, too, is mm. you, we know our own thought patterns. Mm. So basically, our thoughts go in circles and they sound very familiar. So if you step mm-hmm. back and you just observe how your everyday kind of thoughts are happening, you know the flavor of your own thoughts. I mean, mm-hmm. sort of the like sound of our own voice or sound of the voice of someone we you know love and, and are very familiar with. So when when usually when guidance come in comes in, it sounds a little bit more different. Mm-hmm. It, it'll have a different 
even vocabulary to it, or it'll have a way that it you can discern fairly easily. But mm-hmm. absolutely, what you're describing is what most people struggle with. They they okay, am I making this up? Is this me? I, you know, and and until a person gets validation in whatever form, I mean, it's really mm-hmm. easy if if you hear this voice screaming at you, stop the car, and then two seconds later, there's something in front of the car. Like, you know, that was guidance, but mm. generally it's not quite that dramatic, you know? So mm. then we have to find ways to sort of say, okay, like, was that true? Was that not true? Mm. Um, you know, and then and then the other thing is, you know, many of us have strong intuition, intuitive mm. skills to begin with. So then that also is a form of guidance, I would say. It's, mm. a, it's a guidance generally from our own higher consciousness sometimes. Mm. So, you know, it's a separation of the mind and the ego from our soul and our higher consciousness. Mm. For, there's various levels that we are as as humans. So then it's finding that balance also. Mm. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It's It's funny. I'll just share a quick story. The day that we were originally scheduled to do this interview, remember, I think it was a day or two, it was just the day before that I said, hey, I'm in New York City. I really want to see a matinee tomorrow. Would you mind you know, being flexible and doing this a little later? And you were so gracious and flexible and understanding. And so we p- put this out. So then that morning I woke up and this this thought or this guidance came that said, you're meant to work on your podcast this afternoon. And I said, well, no, I've already switched my schedule with Zintis. No, that's not what's happening. I'm going to go to TKTS. I'm going to find my ticket and I'm going to go see a show. I'm so excited to do that because I was planning to see a show that night. I wanted to see two in one day. But the voice kept happening. And I, I said, well, I'm, I'm just going to stick with my plan, knowing that it might not work out. Now that I've heard that voice more than once, it's very possible that this isn't going to work out. And if it doesn't, perhaps it'll just be some more validation. So I went through the process. I got on the subway. I got down to TKTS. I could see that the show that I wanted to see was available and maybe another one. And I finally got to the window. There was enough time. I was like, see, this is going to work out. It wasn't guidance. It was just this random thought. And then sure enough, they, I got to the ticket window and they said, nope, that one sold out. That one sold out. And I was like, oh, all right, now I'm going home. And I think I reached out to you and you were already booked. But then I ended up spending the time uploading a new episode, which I hadn't done in a while. And so I actually did what I was guided to do. And I got to receive that validation from that experience where it was like clearly not in my greatest and highest good to be doing that that afternoon. Well, so there you go. So mm. now the next time you hear that voice <laughs> saying, work on your podcast, yeah. you know, you better, you better pay attention. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a, a, a little bit of wasted time, uh, but all in service of the lesson, right? So it, it was a interesting, interesting opportunity. Um, and I love that it also was related to our talk right now. I think that's an interesting synchronicity too. Um, right, and, and what what I don't know for whatever reason I booked for that time, I it, it came in suddenly that day. I actually had two emergency uh-huh. channeling sessions that day that came in. One that morning, the the client said, "I just I can't wait. I I have to speak mm. with Joshua now." 
Mm. And so I said, all right, well, you know, I've got this opening now, so let's mm-hmm. let's put you in. So wow. you, you see, it, it worked out not only for you, but for mm-hmm. me and for other people as well. So it, wow. it, there's always a, it's not just about us, as, mm-hmm. as we know, you know, there, mm-hmm. there, it, it impacts a, a big circles all around. Yes, I love that divine orchestration of it all. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. And the other thing I just want to reflect on is this piece around listening and recognizing mm, that for me, it's sometimes hard to give myself that stillness and that quiet space. And it's simply because I have these habits of filling the space, filling the void. You know, I notice that even when I'm driving, I always want to have a podcast on or an audible or something to listen to. And I just am constantly filling the silence with, with something to pull my energy and my focus. And so it is some, a habit that I'm learning to break. I'm starting to even just that simple task of driving without the radio playing or a podcast playing i'm i'm giving myself more spaciousness and intentionally finding more opportunities to be in that silence and yeah it's it's funny that we started this conversation today talking about the stillness and and quiet that is available during these hibernating months so it does feel like this is a ripe opportunity for folks to go into more spaciousness, more quiet space, and potentially receive more in oh, these ways. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to share, Will, 12 years ago, I did a three-month cross-country trip, a road mm-hmm. trip, with uh, my massage table in the back so I could earn mm-hmm. money along the way. And I had I had a whole stack of CDs and 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 different lectures and classes, and I was going to learn Spanish like mm-hmm. during this time. And and you know, I never once turned on the radio or or put in any of that. And wow. it was really it was a spiritual awakening those three months because mm-hmm. I was so with nature. I mean, I, I would also stop and hike and just walk like whenever I had the urge to do that. And mm. it was winter. It was January through March. So for a lot of it, I was in also in cold, but it, it was it was fabulous. So yes, I completely encourage turning off the radio and mm-hmm. just allowing whatever comes through to the chance to to happen. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for that. So yeah, it feels like a good time, perhaps, to step into some time with Joshua, if that feels good to you. Oh, that feels, it always feels great for me. So um, Mm. I'm happy to do that. The voice will change and and you'll know when Joshua is present. Wonderful. All right. And I I start by saying just a little, uh, like a little prayer of sorts to Mm -hmm. to guide myself into the space. Mm. Okay, perfect. So I offer myself and open myself to all the beautiful energies of our Mother Earth, the animals, the plants, the minerals, three-dimensional beings and other dimensional beings. And I also open myself to beings of light from outside of the earth, angels, guides, and various intelligent beings who are guiding us and helping us, humanity and individually. And most of all, I open myself to Joshua, inviting him to join us now to offer some wisdom and guidance for this person will and also for this group and for all of this we give thanks and so it is so it is greetings friend 
we join in conversation to discuss whatever might be on your mind. But Joshua will just begin a little bit, as we like to, by saying something about you and the people that you are representing, the LGBTQ plus group. And we may be missing some initials. We apologize for that. But you see, from our perspective, you are all beautiful human beings. You are all beings of light. There is no distinction. And one thing we would say to you is that as humans upon your world, you are absolutely fortunate in the ability that you have to explore sexuality and sexual unions of various sorts. And this is not so common. There are other planets with sentient beings. There are millions of such planets. You are not aware of them. But generally, the type of expression that you are able to manifest in your own relationships of various sorts, that is unique. And this is something to be treasured. And we would offer you that simply to know that you are able to really, truly be enjoying what you are doing and who you are. And there is no judgment. There is some a little quote that we would like to offer. This was not from Joshua. This was from another channeled entity that the channeler had an opportunity to witness or to hear. But the quote was simply this. Can you imagine that there is a wrong way to love and so many right ways to hate? Mm. And that is how much of your planet is. And this must be turned around. There is the right way to love and all love is right. Mm. That is our introduction for you today. Mm, thank you so much, Joshua. It's a honor and, and pleasure to be in your presence. So I love that you started with this message specifically around the LGBTQ experience. And yeah, what a beautiful thing to acknowledge that we get to celebrate uh, the ways that we connect um, sexually. A any other thoughts on the purpose of the queer community um, in the greater uh, scope of human consciousness. So what what the queer folks on this planet are, are meant to do, uh, especially in this time of the human consciousness coming into more awakening? Absolutely. You see, it is a gift. You are actually bringing a gift to humanity because you are not as bound by various social norms and various boxes and various roadblocks. Many of you, the ones who are able to embrace and truly who you are, and we urge and encourage every single one of you to do that, is that you are able to break free and some more than others. And mm. we are not saying that everyone should walk around in wild outfits or anything of that nature, but simply by allowing yourself to be who you are, you are sending a message to others who are struggling and not only others who are of a sexual orientation that may be different from the norm, but others who in some way feel that they are different. Some others who wish to follow their life path, but are afraid to. You mm. see, that is a big, big issue that your people can bring to humanity is the mm. expansion and the growth and the creativity. And so many Folks are creative. They are able to mm. express themselves in ways that others may belittle or say is, is inconsiderate or in some way unbecoming. But at the same time, when you 
are able to experience that freedom and others can see that and share in it. That is much of the gift that you are bringing. Another Mm. aspect of the gift that you are bringing is that you also are able to expand upon who you are as human beings. So you are not, again, limited by various social norms. If you are a Mm. man, you are this, a woman, you Mm -hmm. are that. No, in fact, you can be many things in many ways. And that also is beautiful for yourselves. But again, it is a beautiful lesson, particularly when there are younger people who are observing this and who grow up knowing, yes, they can be whatever it is that they truly are. And so that is much of the gift that you bring to humanity. Mm, Yes, thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. One of the things I heard you mention is this piece around creativity. And I have been thinking lately about creativity as not just something that only few are bestowed with, but that we all have as our birthright. And that not only can we use our creativity to connect with the arts, but we can use it to design lives that we desire. And I'm curious to hear some of your thoughts on creativity. Absolutely. You see, the creative energy that force is absolutely present in every human being because it must be. Without the creative force, on some level, it is part of your life force. You simply would not be able to be. You would not be able to live any sort of a structured life if you did not have creativity. But there is more to that, far more to that, because also you must understand that the creative energy and sexual energy are basically the same. And Mm. so also when you allow the two of them to intermingle, not to necessarily have wild sex acts, but at the same time, understanding that sexual expression is creativity Mm. and opposite is true as well. So therefore, what you are asking is true because every human being from the time they are born, but more from the time that they have some recognition of who they are, perhaps the age of three or four, they are keenly aware of who they truly are and what they Mm. would like to be. And granted, a child may change their mind numerous times in terms of profession or something of that nature. Mm. But deep down inside, they know that they are gay or straight. They know that they are an artist or not. And Mm. there are various aspects. The the other thing is creativity does not need to be the creation of some masterpiece, artistic masterpiece. Not at all. You see, in every lifetime, in every moment of every lifetime, Mm. you are creating something because you are thinking of doing something and then it has to manifest. Mm. So also remember that manifestation is a form of creation and creativity. So when you desire something in your life, be it something of a material nature or something of a spiritual, emotional, mental nature, it does not matter. If you set yourself to creating it or manifesting it, you are absolutely employing the creative energy in very interesting ways and in infinite numbers of ways. You see, creativity is not limited to this or that. There are infinite numbers of expressions of creativity available to human beings. Mm. 
Beautiful. Thank you. And you just mentioned this word manifesting, which is a real buzzword, you know, in the, the spiritual spaces. And I'm just curious if you have any thoughts or even perhaps tips on how people can more effectively manifest the things that they desire into their lives. Well, indeed. You see, manifesting is the realization of energy into something that is more tangible. Mm -hmm. Everything exists already in energetic form, but it is not going to be anywhere near you if it is not meant for you. And so what we would say to you is that manifesting, first off, is to decide or to try to ascertain whether what you are wishing to manifest is actually for your greater good or for your soul's purpose? Mm. Or is it just something that you have this idea that you might like to have? Because mm. that will make a difference. You see, the more it is aligned with your life purpose in whatever way, not necessarily in a terribly grand way, it might be your life's purpose for the moment or that day. Mm. But nevertheless, when it is aligned in that way, then there is far more energy behind it. So you already know if you are having a frivolous thought of manifesting a pile of gold, mm -hmm. generally that will not happen. However, if you have this idea that you need to or wish to manifest something of a nutritional substance for yourself, whether it is physical food or whether it is some something that is beneficial in some other way, emotionally perhaps, then that is something that is likely to be more aligned with your purpose. Mm -hmm. And then by focusing on it, not by begging for it or even praying for it, but more by simply allowing the universe to understand why this is something that is of a necessity mm -hmm. for you or something that will be useful. And generally, manifesting for others is going to be more beneficial than manifesting for yourself. You may mm -hmm. benefit from it as well. But by asking me, 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 you are likely to limit it. But if you are saying, this is for us, this is for us as a group, this mm. is for us to utilize and to grow with and to expand upon, then also that type of manifestation is easier. And then speaking mm. of a group, then if you are able to manifest as a group, so mm. more than one person focusing energy on a specific need or necessity, mm. that also will likely be far more beneficial. Mm, beautiful. So I'll come back to some of these more broad uh, messages for the greater greater consciousness, but I would like to play in some curiosities around my my timeline. And so you mentioned in that last answer about soul purpose. And I'm curious if you have any thoughts on how I, Will Fisher, am doing in finding my pathway along this aligned soul purpose. Indeed, you already know the answer to that. You are doing quite well, Will Fisher, <laughs> because you have, but if you look at your life, you see, that is where, looking back, we generally do not advise spending too much time looking into the past because mm -hmm. that is serves only as a memory or serves as a let us say a rudder so in your mm -hmm. past in your earlier life there were various currents that were taking you in the wrong directions there mm -hmm. were various circumstances that were difficult in many ways or in several ways and so in experiencing those imagine that you were on a 
on a in a boat or you were the boat on, on a river and that river is your sole purpose so you were banging into rocks you were banging into the side into the cliffs and then generally you started to notice that it was easier to stay in the middle of the current and it was easier to navigate and everything became far more pleasant and interesting mm. and so that is how you did much of finding one's sole purpose goes back to your question and our answer on creativity. When you mm. realize or align yourself to what feels the best and you start to notice that things are getting easier, then in fact you are on the right path. You are following your sole purpose. Now mm. back to you, what we would say, we do not generally prophesize, but what we would say to you is that you will start to see that you have some growth options in terms of your soul path, in terms of your creativity, in terms mm. of how you will continue to assist humanity, particularly your group of choice mm. and here, we certainly do not mean that your sexual orientation is a choice. We are saying that you have mm. chosen to work with LGBTQ plus people. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you will start to notice that there is a divergence of paths. Either one, we tell you now, either one is perfect for you because when you will finish one, you will loop back to the other one, perhaps mm. in some other form, but you will do exactly what it is that you are meant to do. Also, what we would say to you is that in your path, you also are opening yourself to other possibilities as well, so that you will start to expand more. You will start to simply become more aware of the different options. And they are all good because for you, for a person who has got developed an awareness, then when you notice something that catches your interest, there is already a reason why it has caught your interest. Mm. And then it is worth exploring. And there are many other situations, experiences that you encounter that are not of interest. And so you know that these are just simply, it is the scenery that you are passing as you are mm. floating along on your particular path of life. Mm, thank you. I love that metaphor for going down the river and finding the the path that is with the most flow and ease and enjoyment. Uh, I think that's a, a really beautiful mm, tip for all folks as they discover their soul purpose to seek that, that, that flowing path. Um, so one more question that's related to me, and then I'll go back to the collective, which is around my health. So I had been speaking earlier about um, experimenting with a vegan diet. Uh, and a lot of this has come because of some concerns I was having around my liver health and the enzymes it was producing. Um, and so just wondered if there's any information coming through about my liver, my diet, my health, anything that uh, wants to be shared at this moment. Yes, indeed. Your liver is simply sending you a message. Your liver, anyone's liver, a human's liver is a detoxification organ. But in your case, it is the area of your body that decided to, we will say, act up a little bit to mm -hmm. send the message that, all right, it's, it is time for a change. It is time to adjust how you are eating and how you are living and all of that. Mm. We will say that there is nothing particularly alarming about the condition of your liver, but what we would say to you is that we would also recommend 
And this is also for all, but it is for you specifically that there are certain herbs, there are certain cleansing herbs that are very beneficial for the liver to help it rebuild. We are not, if necessary, if, if, if it is possible, then we are not much, should we say, we, we prefer to advise you to take natural substances mm -hmm. because you are a natural human being. You are not a machine that subsists on chemicals and therefore the natural substances will help you. So therefore we would say do some cleansing of that nature with herbal formulas. And then also what we would say to you is that the liver does carry some anger issues, your mm. liver. There are some anger issues that are unresolved that you have stored there. Mm. And these are best to be worked out. And you are aware of them for the most part, if not all of them. And therefore, we can, we will not go into that at the moment, but this is something also to consider is just simply to find the time. You do not need to relive the experiences. It is best to forgive if you can, but it is also just simply file them away. So take them mm. out of your liver, out of mm. your body, out of your system, your energetic system, mm. and put them somewhere. If you do not wish to destroy them or get rid of them completely, then file them away in a little box somewhere and have mm. a lock, lock it up. So if you need to retrieve it, if you wish to revisit it for whatever reason, then you can. But at the same time, remove those from your system and that will also be of help to you. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for that. That's really helpful. Any Going back to the collective, uh, you know, we are just over a week into the new year at the time of recording this. And I'm curious if there's any messages for the collective around this moment of time this year 2024 any words that might support people as they traverse this time on this planet indeed it is an interesting time for you and interesting in ways that some will consider to be very scary and we understand that the energy swirling around your planet are intense they're more intense than they have been in perhaps decades or even longer and there is a reason for that because it is almost like a sink or swim moment for humanity. So you can go in one direction and, and rather dismally fail, or you can start to really pull yourself up. And all indications are that humanity will make it. Humanity will actually decide that this is enough of this and they wish to, you wish to live in a better way, in a lighter way. And here we mean lighter, not only in terms of physical weight, but emotional weight, spiritual weight, mental weight. So start to discard. What we will mm -hmm. tell you is that it seems likely that around the time of April and May, that will be a very, very intense period for mm -hmm. humanity. There may be some earth-shifting type changes also. Best until then, in the few months that are between now and then, to really get yourself organized. So if you can lighten the load in whatever way, go ahead and do that. But more importantly, find what happens, what works for you, what is important for you. So the people that are you love, the people that are important to you in your life, in your relationships, make sure that you strengthen those, that you actually reach out and say, this is the time that we want to be together in whatever mm -hmm. way. The other thing that we would say prior to these intense months is just simply to 
try to find your life purpose so that mm. if and when push comes to shove, you need to make some very big decisions, then you are not looking and, and wondering at that moment what it is that you should be doing or could be doing so that you will have some preparation. And then if nothing happens, if April and May go by and everything is business as usual, well, then you will have prepared yourself in a very positive way for whatever is next. And then what we would say for the rest of the year is that it is going to resolve. It is going to play out. These circumstances of the intense months will continue to unravel, to unfold, to play out in whatever ways and realize that it is a very large world. Your planet contains 9 billion people in very different circumstances. And so the circumstances that you and the channel and perhaps many of your listeners are in are quite different than the circumstances of the billion people who live in the country of India or who live in the country of China. And so understand also that this is for everyone. This is not just for one country or one continent. Mm. And so that is always important to remember that you as humanity are very, very multifaceted. And so try to incorporate some understanding of what others are going to feel, what others are experiencing, because that will help you ultimately, that will help you as a human to grow in compassion and also in your own spiritual development. Mm, thank you so much, Joshua. I feel like I could keep asking you lots of questions, but um, in the spirit of time, perhaps we'll end there unless there's any final words you want to share as we come to a close. No, indeed, but we will just simply finish by saying similarly as we did when we started is that we do admire and we do on some level almost envy the people who are listening, the LGBTQ crowd, because of your particular beauty. You mm. are amongst humans. You are almost the most interesting and the most special. Mm. And <laughs> remember that. Tuck that in your heart. When you are feeling somewhat dis down or in some other way that you are being hurt or whatever the case might be, saddened, then remember that you are special in your own way. Everyone is special. We understand that. But you have a particular place in the large family of humanity. And be proud of that. Mm, thank you. Beautiful. Then we shall bid you good day. Mm, good day. Mm, beautiful. All right. Thank I you. I have returned. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, great. Yeah, I'll just ask some some final questions kind of uh, on the other side of that wonderful experience. That was really incredible. And um, it is interesting. It's like it feels so different, me now back in the room with you, uh, than what I just was in moments ago, um, right. energetically, and just the way that you look and how you sound, everything feels like a different person was here and now they're gone. It's very interesting. Mm. It is. And I will just comment that toward the end of my sessions with Pepper Lewis, when I was receiving them, mm. there were a few that I really didn't have any questions. I just wanted to be in that energy mm. cool. because it is so healing in so many ways mm. and so empowering, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yes, absolutely. I, I can understand what you just said.
<laughs> Wonderful. And I'm just curious, how is the experience for you? Is it tiring? You mentioned that you enjoy it. Is there any way, other ways that you describe how it is to be a channel in those moments? Well, I, I have to say that I've channeled Joshua for so long and so frequently that that, that is very easy for me. Mm. Um, I do channel other, other beings, other energies, other entities at times and depending on who they are and what their energy is it, i i it, it does tend to affect me more in terms of physical mm. um one of the things that joshua has always told me and, and particularly in the beginning was that joshua and i are a team because energetically we are quite compatible so mm. for me now what just i don't much recall of anything that was said i if you were to ask me a specific question about something that was said because it was so short time ago, such a short time ago, I, I might be able to recall it, mm. but it's going to, it's going to fade away within an hour. I will have wow. no idea of, wow. of what happened. So it's almost like taking a little nap. I mean, wow! You know, like for my mind, what happens physically is that I do on some level tense up a little bit. Mm. Um, so what I find if I've done a very long session, like an hour and a half or even two hours, mm. then it, it just takes a while to really kind of get control of my body back. Mm, how fascinating. Yeah. Well, thank you again for allowing me to uh, have that experience and to offer it to my listeners. Um, that was really fascinating and very valuable. And so as we wrap up, yeah, you know, I am grateful, very grateful for that platform Oracle for reaching out and allowing us to have this experience. And is there anything you want to say about that platform or about any more about your work uh, as we wrap things oh, up? You know, the, the platform is it's it's new. I mean, that it's we've been as together as a group of channelers and, and we're working on opening up more and more to to more and more people. But the wonderful thing about it is that anyone who's interested in in having a channeling experience, it's there are many. I don't at this point maybe twenty of us. I, I'm not sure exactly how mm -hmm. many are on the platform that to choose from, and so there are men and women and, and of various ages, and also bringing through various different types of energies. So as a platform, it's really a wonderful way, and and the the owner, or I should say the the person in charge uh, whose idea all of this was she's she's the instigator of, of oracle her name's when new she actually has personally vetted every channeler who's there mm -hmm. so it's not just you know someone signed up without you quite a bit of um well vetting is the word yeah. it is she, mm -hmm. she really she she made sure that the person's energies and and the channeled energies fit into the highest possible good. So mm. it is, it's a great place to visit and, and, and to sign up for a session. If, if somebody's interested in that or exploring channeling too, there there's information about channeling mm. on the site and, and each of us has a different story and, and there are mm. little videos of us doing our work or talking, you know, mm. so it, it's actually kind of a fun place to visit also. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's very cool. It's, it's exciting to me that this, type of work is coming so much more to the forefront of the mainstream and so things like that that a platform for channelers you know is is indicative of this new earth you know that is moving more and more into an awakened consciousness 
Oh, I totally agree. Mm. Amazing. Well, Zinkus, it, Zintus, it's been such a pleasure. I'm so glad that I've gotten to to know you through this process. And is there any final uh, piece that you'd like to to share as we wrap up? Well, no. I mean, I could I could talk to you like more and more about this and other things as well. But hey, thanks for having me, Willie. This is I'm so glad that he, one of uh, I, I will wrap it up by saying you know I'm somewhat older I think than you are and. In my when when I was young and living in New York City thirty plus years ago, you know, spirituality and gayness didn't necessarily mm. go hand in hand. I mean, the GOBT Center at at or at that point it was the Gay and Lesbian Center, you know, in in the West Village. I mean, there were courses, there were different expressions of you know whatever, but. It, very little of it had to do with with spiritual opening or spiritual growth, and mm-hmm. and I think that we've really crossed that bridge. And I think we understand how important we as a group are to humanity and mm-hmm. and, and our growth is collectively. So it's mm-hmm. really a great what you're doing is just mm-hmm. so wonderful to to facilitate spirituality and 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 i would say opening that's Mm. that's the word i like to use you know we are all opening into something better Mm, beautiful thank you so much yeah i'm well pleased to do it thank you many blessings and much love you too thank you Thank you for listening, beloveds. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And please do go to the show notes and check out oracle.com. It's a really interesting site. And you can learn more about Zintis there and all the other channelers that that platform connects people with. Also, check out my website, willfullyliving.com. You know, Joshua spoke about the importance of connecting with our purpose in this time. And as we have recently entered into the year of dragon, it is a very auspicious time to be connecting with our purpose. And there are so many things in the energies of the cosmos right now that are supporting those of us who are connecting with our purpose to really manifest from that aligned place. And I love supporting my clients in that work. So please do check out my website. And if you feel so called, please reach out. I'm sending so much love. Thanks again. Oh my goddess, beloveds. What a joy it was to be with you today. Let's hang out again soon, okay? And if you can think of a friend who would benefit from hearing this, please share it with them. Sending so much love and light to you today and every day. Until next time, peace.